Welcome to another edition of the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Hope you guys are having a great day so far. Hope you had a great weekend. If you want to check out my website, you can easily do that. Go to Tuttle.net. That's Tuttle with two Ds. T-U-D-D-L-E dot net. If you want to check out all my video content, you can easily do that by going to my YouTube page, which is Tuttle TV. That's TuttleTV.com. All my content is free, but before you leave that TuttleTV.com page, make sure you subscribe. Hit the bell button so you're alerted anytime I go live or I put up any new content. Uh, All my content is free, but if you'd like to uh, donate to the cause, you can easily do that by going to my PayPal account, paypal.me slash Tuttle on the radio. That's paypal.me slash Tuttle on the radio. I'd like to hear from you. Let me know what you've been up to. Are you having to stay at home? Are your kids at home? Are you having to help them with schooling? Did you get let go? Have you had to apply for unemployment? I'd like to hear from it. You can do that by reaching out to me. I try to reply to everybody, but email me Tuttle, that's Tuttle with two D's, T-U-D-D-L-E at gmail.com and send me an email. I might read it on the air. Some of the things I'm going to get into today, I want to talk about the sheriff's officer that died down in South Florida from COVID-19. There's a little bit of a controversy going around from some of the higher ups and law enforcement making comments about this officer's sexual orientation. But first, I want to get into a story that's not, well, it kind of sort of is. Everything comes back around to the coronavirus, COVID-19. It it seems to always go back around, but I played a story for for you guys last week talking about somebody had been leaving these plastic Easter eggs, you know, the Easter eggs that your parents could put candy in or put some money and stuff like that. Somebody was putting these plastic Easter eggs in people's mailboxes with pornographic images as well as pieces of toilet paper. So I guess that's how it's kind of coronavirus related, but they ended up catching this woman. And uh, here's the news report from Local 6 WKMG. In my career, this is a pretty bizarre case. That's 42-year-old Avril Sestoni, who deputies say is the woman behind the mysterious pornographic and religious-filled Easter eggs. I wish I could say that I'm shocked that this is some religious-related type person doing this type of stuff. It's usually the religious people that are the biggest freak. That popped up inside dozens of mailboxes since last week. Uh, last night, we started getting calls again in a different part of Palm Coast, the same M.O. Once deputies pulled her over, they say she admitted to leaving her job at Publix early so she could distribute over 400 pamphlets in four days like this one here. I guess she's taking that whole motto to another level of where shopping is a pleasure. This bitch is bringing the porno straight to your house and stuffing it in your mailbox. Deputies say she also stuffed the eggs with a few squares of toilet paper, a goldfish cracker, and some Skittles. Let's break down all that was in this Easter egg, and I don't know how. I mean, she had a good use of space inside that egg to be able to fit Skittles, a goldfish cracker, and a couple of plies of toilet paper. Now, what is the most valuable one out of there? I gotta go with the Skittles. I think the Skittles is the grade A item. The goldfish cracker could be middle or last, but what are you gonna do with just a a couple of uh, squares of a piece of toilet paper? I mean, if this bitch was leaving a couple of eggs in there, you might at least get half of a wipe out of some of those toilet paper, but I'm going and I'm if I'm going to have to rank them, I'm going Skittles, Goldfish Cracker, Toilet Paper in that order. Gold, silver, bronze. So why are you doing that? That's what we're trying to Well, at. explain to the church why they're not speaking to I, because okay. something happened to I in related to God. So she certainly has a, uh, uh, a bizarre, uh, almost zealous uh, opinion of churches and what they should believe in and how they should 
uh, teach the teachings of the Bible. Wait a minute. I might have had this all backwards here. This woman might be actually against the church, and if that's the case, I completely support what she's doing. If these churches can give you pamphlets about how your soul should be saved, I think it fits under the First Amendment. I know a lot of these people are like, oh, well, what if the kids found it? They put it in the mailbox. Your kids should not be going through the mail as minors. If, if so, that means you're a bad parent. They're seeing stuff that they should not be seeing. So obviously this pornographic material was left there for the adults and this woman might be against the church. And and if that's the case, I, I completely got this woman's back on this one. Sheriff Rick Staley says not only did she commit a crime along with violating the stay-at-home order, but this could have been a health risk. We don't know if somebody uh, had uh, COVID-19 and was purposely uh, putting this material out. Uh, or they could be asymptomatic, don't know they have it, and putting things out that they know people are going to open and touch. See, I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to do a little bit of research on this. Is it against the law to pit pornographic images in an adult, somebody that is not a minor's house, their mailbox, not even not even in their house, in their mailbox? I I, I somehow feel like that fits under the First Amendment. I mean, I could be wrong, but you know, handing out that stuff, it's kind of the complete opposite of what religious people do. So I, I'm going to have to really, really look into this because I really don't think I, I mean, I would look at it as like a bonus if somebody was putting pornographic images in my my mailbox, as long as they weren't minors, that they were uh, uh, pictures of minors and shit like that. Yeah, no, I have no problem with it. The deputies arrested an argumentative Sistoni right on. on the spot. Can you just give me a break? As she promised never to, to distribute the materials again. Well, I would hope not now that you know that it's a crime. Sistoni is facing 11 counts of distributing obscene material, driving with a suspended license, and violating the stay-at-home order. Deputies say she could be facing even more charges. In Flagler County, Lauren Corn getting results, News 6. Oh, man, I am so in love with Lauren Corn. I think she's one of the best and up-and-coming reporters out there. I could see her on the news desk anchoring at one point of her career in the future, because she's really, really good and drives home the stories and the main focus of them home every single night, and I think she's really really good at what she does. Uh, now, I also got this from WKMG Local 6, and it's the actual body cam audio footage of when this woman who was putting the pornographic Easter eggs in the mailboxes. So we have the actual body cam, and the audio is actually really, really good. Your driver's license. Well, that was the thing. That is something I'm talking to the church about it, about the anomaly. Ma'am, do you have a valid driver's license? Um, I had a court day and it got... Now you're not answering my question. Do you have a valid driver's license, ma'am? Why did you stop me? Well, By the way, the one thing the cops love hearing is, why did you stop me? That's automatically going to make the cops standoffish and more likewise to become a dick to you. So do not ask them, why did you pull me over? Yes, it is by your right to be able to ask them that. But right now, with us being in a lockdown, and pretty much if you're driving in the state of Florida right now, a cop does not have to have probable cause to pull you over. He can check to see if you're considered essential business workers, employees that needs to be out. And if you're not, they can write you a ticket. So from everything that I've heard right now is cops do not need any probable cause to pull you over because Florida is in a lockdown at this moment. Right, people, listen up. It's a fucking lockdown right now. Come off it. We're not in a prison drama, are we? We are in a prison drama. This is the fucking Shawshank Redemption, right? But with more tunneling through shit, no fucking redemption. Right, people, nobody move, right? Nobody move, nobody gets fucking truncheoned in the face. This is a lockdown, right? 
What that means is this office is now an isolation unit. Do not use the phones. No fucking emails. Because I was driving fine and I went to it work. It How am matter. I going to get the money to replace it? What I'm asking license. you, ma'am, is do you have a valid driver's license? No. How okay. am I going to? How am I going to get it without work? So I know this from professional experience. The cops do not give a goddamn why you don't have a driver's license. I ended up getting pulled over one time, and uh, it was because of my tail light, my tag light being out. It wasn't even my tail light. My tag light was out. They pulled me over, and I even had an e-pass on my car. So I had a valid e-pass, but for some reason, it was one of these those older ones where it needed a battery and you had to replace it, and I did not know that mine was malfunctioning, and I had changed my uh, address. I had moved from one place to another, so I was not getting the notifications that I was not you know, paying for my tolls. And they pulled me over, found out my license was suspended. They ended up taking me to 33rd, which is the Orange County Jail there off of 33rd Street in Orlando, and ended up going there. And I spent three days because when you go in there, they ask you if you're on any medications. And at the time, I was on a lot of psychotropic drugs, and I ended up getting uh, flagged, and they put me in with all the crazy people at that time. So if you ever go to jail, do not really tell them what you're taking because it could end you up with some of the most deranged and psychopathic people you could ever imagine that are criminals. And they don't really give a damn why your license is suspended. This, you know, I mean, you might get a great cop every once in a while that will cut you a break, but nine times out of ten, they are going to take your ass to jail. The reason why I stopped you, like I explained working. to you, is that this vehicle was observed putting stuff in people's mailboxes, which we confirmed it I to be the pamphlet. I was assisting people by delivering toilet paper. Trust me, with the amount of toilet paper she was pitting in these little plastic eggs, you are definitely getting poop on your finger because that's how little amount of toilet paper she was putting in these plastic eggs. Left toilet paper for the people. That, yeah, I, I gave I get toilet it. paper. I, I completely understand. So you the more, that is part of the theory. It seems like the more I do, uh-huh. please, please put your head in science for me. The, apparently, this is what I'm trying to speak to the yeah. church. Apparently, the more that you start doing whatever the omnipotent, whatever they call it, the more things happen. See, now I'm trying to nail down what her accent is. It sounds a little Spanish. And, uh, you know, how every, you know, nationality, when they try to speak English, they sound a certain way. So it kind of sounds like I'm getting a hint of Spanish. But I could see some type of, like, Swedish, Norway, Denmarkish type uh, accent going on there. I'm, I haven't completely nailed it down yet. It's opening, a, it's opening, kind of, it's like an opening, um, a pass, a passageway, yeah. like a bridge. Right. And so you start you, seeing, you what? start seeing magnificent. No, What's up with your license? That's the thing, that's the part of the church. This is a church deal. And okay. I, some, so you that's know, the you anomaly. And I went today to court about that. Okay. This woman is definitely throwing up all the red flags of somebody that is not there 100% mentally. And I'm not trying to make fun of mental illness because I've, I've dealt with with it in my past. So this woman obviously needs a little bit of help because 
She's not making one bit of sense at all. And that's why in public, she just gave me a few hours. And that's how yeah. am I going to get? Yeah. Trust me. I mean, this is the only time. I know back in the day, the sound of Velcro brought you back to your childhood because a lot of kids, when they were younger, didn't know how to tie their shoes. So that sound of Velcro separating away from each other is one of those things that brings you back to childhood. But when you're an adult and you're dealing with a cop and you hear that sound of Velcro opening up, that means the cuffs are about to be around your wrist. No, please, please, I have to go to work tomorrow. I understand. Place your hands behind your back. Thank you. Please, I have to go to work tomorrow. And this happens with most women when they start to realize, hey, I'm about to go to jail. They start talking into that damsel in distress baby voice. Oh, come on. Are you really going to put those cuffs on me? I got to be at work tomorrow. You know what? These cops, they've been through every single sad sap story you could think of. And you talking like a damsel in distress baby talk, that's not keeping the cuffs off your wrist. How am I going to? What? Stop. Just out. Wait, wait, Just relax. Do not resist, ma'am. No, Just relax. Stop resisting. Stop resisting. Stop resisting. Just relax. Can you turn the car? I will turn the car. We'll take care Just of the car. Please. Thank you. Why? Why are you taking me? Because you're driving Please. on a suspended license, ma'am. Stop resisting, ma'am. And you're also distributing pornographic images, I didn't which mean is a misdemeanor to. in the state of Florida. <clears throat> I have to be at work tomorrow. Okay, you're gonna have a bond. I have no money. How am I gonna pay for the bond? Okay, well you can talk about that with the judge at first appearance. That that ratcheting sound of the cuffs going around your wrist kind of gives me a little bit of flashback and makes me start getting an upset stomach and start having some anxiety because it's one of the most embarrassing things that you could ever think of is when you 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 never think growing up, hey, I'm never gonna be in that position where I'm gonna have handcuffs on me and when it becomes a reality, it's a big wake-up call. It really, really is. How am I going to do that? Come on. Can you just give me a break? No. I won't distribute again. Well, I would hope not now that you know that it's a crime. But the problem is you victimize a lot of people with this stuff. How did I victimize them? Because you're exposing them to graphic images. I mean, the local news exposes us to more graphic images than any other like media platform you could ever think of. If it bleeds, it leads. We see people dying and getting shot up or molested, murdered, kidnapped, drug overdoses. We see that on a daily basis. I don't see you guys uh, throwing the uh, news media in the paddy wagon on a daily basis. It's For no reason. They didn't no solicit reason. that. They didn't want you to do that. You're putting pornographic images in people's mailboxes. That's unacceptable. As a parent, I would be livid if my child saw that in my mailbox. Well, your kid shouldn't be checking the mail. I mean, that's one thing. You know, there's a lot of stuff in the mail you don't want your children to see. So, I mean, yeah, some parents probably do send out their kids to go check the mail every once in a while, and it does suck. Uh, but, I mean, if you're going to stop her from putting pornographic images in mailboxes, I mean, you got to stop all these religious right people putting pamphlets in people's mailboxes as well, too. I mean, it, it's all protected. Protected under free speech, in my opinion, and and it's just a little bit of censoring. I do I agree with it? No, I don't think it's right that this woman was doing what she did, especially with us being st having to stay at home. But I'm just trying to figure out what law did she really break? It is funny how the mind works, right? It is okay to do those things, but it is not okay to see those things delivered. Do you understand what you're saying? 
Do you understand what I'm saying? No, I do understand. I'm not, I'm not here to talk about philosophy. I'm here to tell you what the law is, okay? I completely understand. And the understand. law is that you cannot distribute pornography. But you do accept a pastor be pornographic. You do accept that a pastor. That has nothing to do with the law. To be I mean, yes, she was doing a bad thing. Why she was doing this, I still don't understand it. This woman is obviously mentally disturbed for her to be out there doing something like this when we're dealing with a pandemic. So am I saying she is there 100%? No, she needs help. She needs to be taken care of. But I'm still, like, I'll have to do a little bit of research on this and go back and, and update this podcast. But I'm just still trying to figure out. I didn't know that it was against the law to put pornographic images in people's mailboxes. Okay, yeah, well, you do accept people are, well, you know and what? not give you, know you money and not take care of you. Those people U.S. Constitution, okay? No. They so, have that so right. You, they have the right. They have that right under the U.S. Constitution the to be gay. When they suppose, yes. I don't care about the gay. That's what the you whole just po- said. The whole point is that they're lying. They're lying about and they're teaching what? you about God and they're misbehaving while taking the money away. Do you see what I'm saying? Why are they getting paid if they're teaching about God? Even though this woman is crazy, she's actually making a little little bit of sense when it comes to organized religion. I mean, she's right in some things. Did she go about it the wrong way? Yes, 100%. She went about this the wrong way to prove a point. If she's anti-religion and anti-church, she could have done this in a different way and probably done better for her cause but now she's just looking like completely completely like a insane woman you're not supposed to be get paid it's on the bible that's something that no that money was supposed to go to you that's not your place that it is no it's not so who's gonna take care of you at a skilled nursing facility when you get hurt when you're this your family is not. No, you're going to get kicked out. Yes, you will. The worst thing you can do is try to argue with a cop because even if you're making sense and you're in the right, it's going to make them upset. I completely, 100% respect law enforcement. I think that they do need to follow the rules, but nine times out of 10, if you pretty much do what they say and not argue with them, it's going to be a lot better for you in the long run. Disturbing allegations tonight by Davy police officers claiming their police chief downplayed concerns over the coronavirus and suggested BSO deputy Shannon Bennett's sexuality led to his death from COVID-19. Now, I talked about this story on a previous podcast and the officer that ended up dying in South Florida, he was only 39 years old, great officer. Everybody had nothing but nice things to say about him. And this was a tragedy. One of our first responders, the guys on the front line that are protecting us died because he ended up catching the COVID-19 virus, uh, the coronavirus, and ended up dying. And then this uh, police chief, uh, I think for Davie, the city of Davie, ended up coming out and said that the reason that this officer died was because of his sexual orientation. And the reason he got sick and died was because he was a homosexual. If true, uh, it's it's obviously extremely disturbing. And- Mike Tucker, chief of staff of the Florida Fraternal Order of Police, sent this letter to the Davie town manager saying Tuesday officers and service aides who expressed worry about the virus were sent to a back parking lot where Chief Dale Engel allegedly berated them and yelled about a backstory which proclaimed that Deputy Bennett contracted and died from the virus because he was a homosexual. I can't believe even in the year 2020, yes, 
yes, we're dealing with a lot of crap right now with this pandemic being close to World War III with Iran earlier in the year, Kobe Bryant dying in a helicopter crash. But really, do we have to deal with this that somebody, a police chief, the guy that is in charge of our first responders is coming out with a statement saying, and by the way, any meeting you have in a back parking lot, it's something shady is going on. You don't have these type of meetings where you're going to come out with the statement of saying when a fellow law enforcement officer died of this pandemic, this virus, coronavirus, because he was gay. What the hell? Especially in South Florida, they have a lot. It's like San Francisco of the East Coast. A lot of gay community in South Florida. And one of our first responders that is in charge of our people on the front line would make a statement saying that this guy died of the coronavirus because he was gay. Unbelievable. Who attended homosexual sexual events. And this obviously was, was shocking to the, the members that were present uh, who were right now looking for reassurance, who were looking for guidance. Bennett, just 39, was beloved by his community and by the kids where he was a school resource officer. And you know what? I'm sure he was a great resource officer at the school he worked at. And it, it, it's kind of refreshing to see that a lot of parents did not have a problem. Maybe they did not know, but they were accepting. And these kids, they probably loved this resource officer. Everything that I've read or seen about him was that he was a professional at everything he did as a police officer. And this guy, the children, treated him just like a regular, regular person. And it's despicable that a fellow law enforcement officer would make a statement like that. You would think that a person fighting on the front line with you every single day, you would ha- you would make a statement like that. You, uh, you would think that people in law enforcement would not be judgmental just because of someone's sexual preference. He's believed to be the first law enforcement officer in Florida to die from the virus. The Broward Sheriff's Office says in the line of duty. For any reference to be made to uh, the tragic passing of, of one of our brothers at, at the Broward Sheriff's Office is, if, if, if true, if that was if that was said, is obviously um, absolutely not only unacceptable, but it is it's just shameful. And it's not indicative of the professionals of, of the town of Davie that we know. If being the police chief of Davie, Florida, is an elected official, he needs to be removed from office immediately, especially with those type of views, because he's not going to protect and serve everybody. He do think he's going to go the extra effort when he has those views about the gay community in South Florida, that he's going to do everything in his power to protect those people when he's biased and discriminated discriminatory towards them. Obviously, he's not, and he needs to be removed because he can't do his job that he was sworn to protect and serve the citizens of municipality that he represents. He needs to be removed immediately. The days of 120,000 cars passing through the I-4 corridor seems like a distant memory. Looks like it only took a little pandemic for somebody to get kicked in the ass when it comes to this whole ultimate I-4 project that was sold to the citizens 
of Central Florida and Seminole, Orange County, maybe even Osceola. This whole thing was sold because it was going to alleviate traffic. We were going to have some of the greatest roads out of any city in the state of Florida. No, they're not. It's not going to help us out if you do the research. We're not getting any more regular lanes hardly. Yes, the traffic might be a little bit better, but the reason that they're doing this whole construction on the I-4 Ultimate stuff that they're doing is so they can squeeze in some toll lanes. I'm hearing it's going to be high as high as $15 for people to be able to get on that toll road and get through traffic through downtown, getting all the way from Seminole all the way down to Osceola, as far as I know. So that's what they're doing. They're squeezing it in. And Orlando has more toll roads than any goddamn city in the state of Florida. You got the 408. You got the 429. You got the 417. You got the 528. There's a couple of other toll roads. that I think the Greenway is another one. Uh, They're all over the place. And these toll roads are just raping us as citizens here in Central Florida, especially around the Orlando metro area. All those toll roads were originally, once they paid for, once the toll roads paid for themselves, I was pretty much sure from what I've heard from many, many people is that they were supposed to get rid of those tolls. But nope, they're greedy. The politicians are not going to get rid of the expressway authority because these local county or city council people, people that the Orange County mayor, all those people, they don't want those toll roads to go away because these are the lobbyists that put money in their reelection. And that's the only reason. So now since this pandemic and there's not as many people traveling on the road around Orlando, they're going to try to kick things into high gear because this project is already so far behind many, many millions uh, over over budget right now. And, and I'm hearing a lot of this stuff is coming from people getting a car damage from like stuff being dropped from bridges and overpasses from people. So they're trying to kick this thing in, try to make up uh, on how much time they're behind as well as save some money. They're saying right now it's not going to cost anymore, but these construction workers are going to be busting their ass while there's not as many people out on the road. Now you're dealing with uh, volumes that are probably 40,000. Which is why the head of Florida's Department of Transportation and the governor announced plans to ramp up road work along the 21-mile stretch of the I-4 corridor. Now, I know all this construction on the I-4 Ultimate has created a lot of jobs. Who knows? They could be from out-of-towners, but I'm sure a lot of local people got hired on to do the work for the I-4 Ultimate project. But think about this. I think they've lost maybe five or six people that have died during the construction of this so the county can just fit in a few more toll lanes. This road is not going to be what it was sold to us, people. They want to put in toll roads. Yes, the roads might alleviate some of the traffic, but it's not what we needed exactly for the amount of people that are coming here to the Orlando area every single year. Given that the traffic has gone down so much, I've asked him to work with the private contractors and speed up the I-4 ultimate. You know, I was reading somewhere today that most of the governors around this uh, country, the United States of America, have actually had approval ratings go up. And Ron DeSantis, which when he first started, I was a big fan of his. He did some really, really great things. But I really think the way that he's handled this whole pandemic with uh, at the state level, I, I feel like he's done a little bit of damage to his image. Project in Orlando. For those still using I-4, expect change like lane closures on the interstate and weekend shutdowns of roads like 
Colonial Drive under I-4. This helps the contractor get the work done quickly. He doesn't have to worry about uh, when he's pouring concrete on the bridge deck, uh, working with any of the traffic below hand. An advantage the governor says the state shouldn't miss out on. There's a lot of things that people aren't able to go to, to work. A lot of people, kids aren't going to school. Um, and so there's, there's a lot of negatives involved. The fact that we don't have as many people on the roads, let's take advantage of that and try to make some progress. I don't know. The timing of this whole thing, of them speeding it up, just seems very, very odd. Yes, it is smart to take advantage of having less people on the road right now. But, I mean, there's got to be something behind the scenes why they brought this up. Because the story had just broke a couple of days before this about how far behind this whole project is and how much over budget they are as well. So I think something went up the food chain a little bit when it comes politically and, and people needed to say this needs to be taken care of because we're, we're getting called out and being exposed. I'm sure a lot of these construction projects get held up on the state level just because that they can overbill and overcharge. Hell, I was a welder. I know how all this extra ticket work uh, goes when you're, when, you're, when you're a construction person. That's just the way that it goes. So, all right, guys. Well, I hope you enjoyed enjoy today's podcast make sure you check out my website tuttle.net that's tuttle.net if you want to check out my videos go to my youtube channel tuttletv.com that's tuttletv.com and if you uh make sure you subscribe and hit the bell button all my content is free but if you'd like to donate to the cause you can do that by going to my paypal account paypal.me slash tuttle on the radio that's paypal.me slash tuttle on the radio you can check out my podcast please help me spread the word You can check it out. Tell people iHeartRadio, iTunes Podcasts, and Spotify. I applied to be on TuneIn Radio so you guys will be able to catch the podcast that way as well. So, guys, I'll talk to you tomorrow. Hope you enjoyed today's podcast.